Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, true believers of all ages, welcome back to the comic book broadcast, your home for all things inside the realm of nerdum. I am your host, Admin Nemesis, and filling out our hand tonight are Sinestro, Grendel, Bullseye, and Doctor Doom. Brawlers, tonight's episode is for the whole family. That's right, because we are talking about the nerdums we want to pass on to our kids. It is a really special episode for Sinestro and myself because we are actually in the process now with our own kids. So grab those little ones and get ready for episode 5. Avengers Assemble! My fellow villains, it is good to be back together. And a big shout out to Luther Corp for the use of the executive boardroom tonight. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? Excited. Yeah, we're good. Pretty good, yes. Yeah, feeling all right. I mean, I don't have kids, but I'm excited for this topic anyway. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. Like I said in the opening, I have a little one of my own. And Sinestro, I know you're excited too. I got two little girls. I've already started them on their journey to success. It's just parenting done right, you know? No, no doubt. All right, brawlers, in case you missed it, here are this week's headlines. Brawlers, the strike is still ongoing. That's right, there are no writers, there are no actors, there is nothing going on in Hollywood. Everything is shut down. So that is the big piece of news this week, that there really is no news. However, a bit of a surprise in the box office, maybe Barbie has made over $382 million worldwide, while Oppenheimer is sitting at $209 million worldwide. A little bit surprised at the big difference there. Anyone else? Yeah, I thought Uh, Oppenheimer was going to be the big winner. Um, I underestimated Barbie. Uh, I am a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I'm not honestly surprised at all. The, uh, the, the numbers going into with all the predictions had Barbie making upwards of 95 to a hundred million domestic out of the gate with Oppenheimer making about half. So the fact that they made more than that, but still finished Barbie than Oppenheimer makes perfect sense. Oppenheimer is also more of a niche audience. It's a very serious film. It's three hours long. Barbie is bright and colorful and funny. That was always going to make more money. Sinestro, you've seen them both. Which one did you like better? Yes, I did. I did see them both, and they were actually among my favorite movies of the week, but I have to give the edge to either one because I I enjoyed both a lot, actually. Uh, Barbie was funnier than I thought it was going to be and deeper than I thought. But if I have to pick a favorite, the better movie, I got to go with Nolan's Oppenheimer. That movie was... I've never felt a movie so tense and suspenseful for three straight hours without like a single punch being thrown. Honestly, I'm excited for Barbie. <laughs> Not surprising <laughs> knowing you. For me, I guess it's personal bias. I mean, I have nothing against Barbie. I saw the trailers. I definitely want to see it. It looks like a fun, good time. I don't know. Just the topic behind Oppenheimer, the whole Manhattan Project and everything has always been something I've been extremely interested in pretty much my whole life. So I was... Really, I was just expecting it to just come out on top and just do crazy numbers right out right out the gate. Well, I think like Grendel said, uh, and he's probably not the only one, it's a, it's a Barbie world. Guys, that about wraps it up for the news this week. Uh, keep your eyes glued to Comic Book Brawl for more news updates and hopefully the end of these strikes. So 
There's actually just a little bit of news to talk about. Guys, this is normally where we would feature the comic book brawl of the week. However, this week we are taking a quick break. As you may have noticed, admin Teth Adam had a poll up this week to vote for which way you wanted to see the member requests made. Well, you guys voted, and we will be returning to the old member request posts. So head on over to Comic Book Brawl. No, right now while you're listening. Go on, head on over. And look for the member request post to get your requests in. And maybe yours will be featured as our next Brawl of the Week. Guys, this week we're talking about nerdums we want to pass on to our kids. Um, This is an especially important topic to me. Um, And I'm very excited to talk about it because I'm very... Not very far along, I guess, but I'm pretty far along. I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to roll into it. My daughter's eight years old now, and we're really starting to get into this. Um, so it's very exciting for me to be, to be here, to be talking about this run right now. Um, guys, I know we all are looking or have looked at what we want to start our kids off with, where we want to start them off with. So the first thing I want to get into is wh- what are you guys who don't have kids? Where do you want to start your kids when you have them and start passing your nerdums along to you along to them? Um, see, I would say, especially if they're really young, I gotta go with Looney Tunes, man. Ooh. I know it's easy; it's super easy. But any of the Hannibal, I know Looney Tunes is, is Warner Bros. But any of those Hanna Barbera, any of those ones that we all grew up on, that's easy, easy for me. No, that's a. That's a great one, and I honestly I hadn't really thought about it. Um, it's something I grew up on as well, and we just don't see it around a lot anymore unless I guess we catch it on streaming. Have they made a new yeah. Looney Tunes recently? I think they did a couple years ago. That's something they really should get back on. Doom, what do you what do you think you're going to start with? Um, I don't know. One of the first ones, just right out the gate, that I I had on my mind was something that I feel like can take them from very early childhood all the way into even adulthood, um, as I'm sure a good amount of us experience. But I got to go with, like, Pokemon. Oh. Um, Whether it's start off with the anime and then, you know, once they discover they have thumbs, you know, get them into some of the earlier games, maybe something, you know, a little more simplistic than the current games. But, yeah, I I just feel like Pokemon franchise is, is... one of the most easily accessible to all ages out there. So no, I, go with that. Yeah, right I, the I agree. And I can, I can tell you from personal experience, kids are still into it. Uh, my daughter didn't get huge, huge into it, but the boys in her class were playing with Pokemon cards. So, you know, some of the girls all of a sudden had to get Pokemon cards and uh, I died yeah, a little I mean, bit knowing she was growing up. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it covers pretty much every, form of medium you can think of so i mean there's there's some pokemon out there for everyone and every every different area of fandom you could think of grendel what do you think you're starting well you're gonna say talk about a nerd answer but it's gonna be strategy board games um you know i started them at a pretty young age my dad actually taught me chess uh pretty young uh, and one of my fondest memories was when I was like 14, and I finally beat him. Uh, 
he was great. Um, and it's going to develop like, you know, math skills and kind of critical thinking skills, depending on the board game, like diplomacy or something I love. So stuff like that. See, I haven't uh, played a lot of board games in years. What What is diplomacy? Uh, basically, it's sort of like Risk. Like you have, uh, you know, characters and they are, have like different power levels, I guess you could call it. And then you move them around the board, you know, conquer things. But you could actually talk to people between turns and uh, come to agreements. And then you can turn on them or you can keep your deal. Wait, were you were you not allowed to talk to people between turns and Risk? Uh, I have no idea. I don't oh, okay. really play Risk. I was introduced to Diplomacy, so I played Diplomacy. Nah, I was going to say, I played a little bit of Risk back in the day, and there was a lot of trash talking back and forth you know, across the board. Best part. Oh, trash talking, of course, but you got to talk to everyone. Like Basically, we played that you talk to everyone individually, and you could like go into a room and then just be like, we're just going to sit quiet here for three minutes and make everyone think that we talked about something when we had nothing to say. Or you can come to an agreement with them and then betray them or keep that agreement. It's up to you. Like, win the game. It's like a board game, but you're playing Game of Thrones. I like that. I like that. I kind of want to check that out now. Sinestro, I know you're in the same boat as I am right now. And uh, if if anyone out there is questioning it, he's a much better father than the real Sinestro. Let's just put leave it at that, you know. Uh, so, where, where did you start your girls? What, what was the big thing that uh, you started them with? Well, my two year old kind of just stares at anything you put on the screen, so I'm, well, I got some time with that one. Mm-hmm. The my older one, four, turning five soon. What I wanted to share with her first, and what I'm doing, I like to think a pretty good job so far. It's just superheroes in general. She's really taken to Spider Man, but I've tried to show her Batman, Superman. Uh, different storybooks growing up with the superheroes in it, especially female superheroes. So she recognizes there are plenty of female ones out there, but just right Mm -hmm. now, superheroes in general, like, like I said, she's taking a Spider-Man. She wears her Spider-Man pajamas last year on Halloween. She dressed as ghost spider. Heck we watched into the spider verse, maybe a dozen times over. She calls it big Spider-Man. And when she wants to watch little (laughs) Spider-Man, we watch Disney plus Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, I just said my man out here doing it right. I I love that Thanks, you guys buddy. went with the Halloween costume idea. I begged my wife the, the second year. I really wanted to do Cable and Baby Hope, and my wife was just not letting us do it. <laughs> I feel you, man. My daughter was Ghost Spider. My wife was a was Pikachu actually, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I was Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider Verse, straight up with the belly and the sweatpants. Very nice. And the belly was, of course, not the dad bod. It was just part of the costume. Oh, yeah, of course. It it had nothing to do with my natural gut or anything like that. Not at all. (laughs) For me, I started off my daughter with the same nerdum that I kind of remember growing up with. And that was Disney movies. my, My first one that I remember was Sleeping Beauty. But the first one I know that she remembers and... We were just watching a video of her earlier today is the first Frozen movie. Uh, She used to love having that on and dance and sing to it. And I think I've seen the movie about 10,000 times now at this point. Um, But the Disney movies is really where I started. And she she just loved them all. She loves, you know, everything from 
uh, Snow White to Princess and the Frog to Frozen to uh, Pixar too. Now that that's been the big thing for me. Uh, starting her off with was Disney because that's where I kind of started and really fell into nerdums. Nice. Actually, my daughter loves all the Disney Pixar stuff too, but at this moment, she's mainly obsessed with Kung Fu Panda 3, specifically the third one. I could not (laughs) get Maddie really into Kung Fu Pandas, and it kind of of hurt. Um, But I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but something about Kung Fu Panda she likes, especially the third one. Oh, they're fantastic movies. I just want to say the last two answers have been especially adorable. I'll, I'll tell you the uh, the only time my daughter has ever thrown a tantrum in public and knock on wood. She's a little older now, so she shouldn't be, but still knock on wood was when we were in Disney World and over by the Magic Kingdom, they have Rapunzel's Tower from Tangled. But it's not something you can go to. It's kind of outside behind the walls of the park. It's just there for an attraction. And she was not having it that we could not go to the tower at all. <laughs> and in the, I respect that. I, I, I throw the same tantrum. I respect that. <laughs> oh, guys, we talked about what we want to get them into first and or what we have gotten them into first. But the most important thing to us to share is is something I think we all really hold close to the heart and something that we want our kids to love and get into and enjoy. So, Grendel, what is the most important thing for you to pass on to your kids? Honestly, it's probably going to be anime. It's the <laughs> thing I probably like love the most out of all of my nerdums. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one knew. No, I've never mentioned it before. It's anime because it's just so many different stories, so many different universes, and it's from uh, from another culture, so I feel like you get kind of different, like even more different perspectives because they think of things in a different way already. So I'm getting a storyline that I wouldn't be exposed to uh, from American media. And I just really enjoy all the different concepts they come up with. So me bonding with my child over different anime or just arguing about two anime or one at or like a character or something like and just for fun, like there's no stakes in it. I, I love to argue with people like that debate page. Right. So like and just bondings. So it, I just feel like anime is a great thing. No, it's, it opens up a huge avenue. I mean, I'm not a huge anime guy. There's all kinds of different animes out there that you can get into. If you had to pick one, though, where, where, where do you think you would go? Like, what, what's your number one anime that you say, you know what, we have to watch this together? Uh, have to watch together. Number one, that is rough. Um... He's going to say One Piece. Just wait. <laughs> I don't know. Later on, One Piece probably isn't that that good for kids, to be honest. <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, I would probably start them off with something like very tame. I, I feel like the original Dragon Ball would be something that I could show kids for the most part. 
I don't know. There's a there's a few moments. I got to think about it. But yeah, One Piece. <laughs> Called, uh, I don't know. The original Dragon Ball is pretty racy, man. It might be the most inappropriate of all the Dragon Ball screens. You know what, I, though? Um, I I was a kid and I thought it was fun. I didn't notice it, but maybe it is actually a terrible idea now that I think about it. <laughs> it's one of those things you watch when you go back and watch and go, "Wow, I I don't remember it being like this as a child." What was I doing? GT is definitely the most inappropriate just because it'll make them dumber. <laughs> yeah. GT, does, GT doesn't exist. It, it, I, I don't know what you're talking about, actually. Gotta I be just honest, made it up on the spot. I gotta be honest, I'm really surprised you didn't just say like Pokemon or Digimon because those are, you know, somewhat kid-friendly. Uh, you know what, though? Honestly, Digimon, the whole concept and like the actual story of it it's pretty fucking depressing. It's pretty depressing. It is a little sad. Yeah. Doom, what do you, where are you going That's with uh, your most important? Oh, okay. So for me, most important, I got to go with. I mean, it won't I'm, be Digimon. Also, no, it's not going to be Digimon. I mean, don't get me wrong. Digimon would be one that I would definitely like to introduce them to. I mean, it. It, it has its sad moments, but overall, it's a good, good, fun time. Um, but as far as fandoms in general go, I also have to go with anime. There's there's just something about anime. And while Grendel touched on all the different worlds and everything that, you know, that anime can introduce you to, all the different stories and worlds you can just dive into and escape into, I got to go with anime for the impact it can have on you as far as teaching values of determination and willpower and continuing to strive mm-hmm. for your goals regardless of you know what you're up against just the you know that whole anime thing of just having all of that just shoved down your throat all the time the power of friendship, just the, you know, the the power of never giving up and striving for what you're what you want in life, regardless of what obstacles might be in front of you. The values are great in anime. I will say that. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not a big anime guy, but the way the heroes are always represented, at, like you said, not giving up, not backing down, continuing to fight are, are just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh- and and you could say that this podcast is because of the power of friendship. Just saying. Oh yeah. Oh. He did that. He I just love said you guys. that. I love you guys. Is it okay if I leave? <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> Yo, Bullseye, you cannot leave. In fact, I want to hear what your most important nerdum to pass down is. In a way, I'm piggybacking off of anime, but not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to go with obviously gaming. That's the thing I like the most. That's where I thought you would. But, but particularly RPGs. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking your Final Fantasies, and if if you got to ask me, like which which one? Yes, it's going to be Final Fantasy. Nice. Uh, the stories are so good. Uh, the artwork is fantastic. Even some of the ones on the PlayStation One still holds up. Like the stories are just like anime stories, where it's a different. It comes from a different area of the world where they think of stuff that you would never have thought about. It's a completely different perspective. And I learned so much. And even 
honestly, growing up, I learned a lot of, I learned how to read really well playing Pokemon, which is an RPG. You know, they used big words. I didn't know what paralyzed was. I didn't know what most of the, like a lot of those big ass words were. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, I would, I would definitely go gaming, but I would go RPGs with it just because the stories and I, I feel like I, I got a lot from those growing up. No, I, I agree. And I can tell you, it's a lot of fun being able to play video games with your kid. I'm going to get into video games just a bit later. But I, I agree with you. It, it's And I'm telling you, and I know you're going to be very excited to do it, and it's going to be just as fun as you think it is. I'm looking forward to it. Sinestro, like I said, you and I have started down this road. What is the most important thing in your nerdum you're sharing with your kids? Well, if anyone's been listening to these episodes, they'll know at least at this point that I kind of have an affinity towards movies. Big shocker, I know. Uh, so yes. yeah, the fact that I love, I know I'm really, it's really big news for everybody here. <laughs> uh, no, like I said, the first thing I wanted to do was bring in superheroes and stuff like that. For my favorite thing, bring them up to the movies. Marvel Cinematic Universe. I can't wait till my kids are old enough to really appreciate these movies. Mm-hmm. I could start them off day one, Iron Man, and just work through the entire thing, which by then they'll probably be up to about like phase seven or whatever nonsense. But yeah, I can't wait to sit down and first start that first movie, knowing that it's probably going to take a year to get through all the different phases by that point. But I'm super excited to share them with them just so I can look at just look at their face every time one of my favorite moments is about to happen. Give them that like awkward look, like, huh, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna react? Like you better. I can't you wait to do enjoy the... this. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't cheer when Cap catches that hammer, you are disowned. <laughs> um, like, this is the stuff I'm looking forward to. The stuff where we can finish the movies. We can talk about our favorite ones. Which ones generally suck? I swear she better think Thor Dark World is a shitty movie. If that's her favorite, that's another disowning. Oh, but, yes. <laughs> so like, good, though. Dad, Daddy, my favorite one's Thor Love and Thunder. There's the door. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone would take her at that point. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that That's where I'd want to go with it. I can't wait. Both my kids, old enough to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My opinion, the king of all movie franchises. Wow. Uh, no, I yeah no it is I a hundred percent agree with you and just piggybacking off of that I haven't expressed it as much as you have I am also a huge movie guy and it started uh, when I was a kid uh, my dad and I would go every Sunday for years and years and years and years until AAU basketball started getting in the way and taking up most of my Sundays so movies have been a huge thing to pass down to my daughter like I said I started with the Disney movies and. Again, piggybacking off of what you said, right now we are into the MCU. And it has been a ton, a ton of fun watching that with her. But watching any movie is with her. We watched The Little Mermaid, The New Little Mermaid earlier today, which she had seen and I hadn't. But movies to me is just the absolute best to be able to pass on and make memories watching some great pieces of art. Can I can I just say real quick, knowing both of you guys, I don't I can't wait to hear 
your kids trauma whenever y'all make them watch infinity war and at the end of infinity war i gotta know the stories on how your how your kids handle that i i oh, can share the story <laughs> i can tell you right now we're gonna watch infinity war it's gonna end then i'm gonna make those little suckers wait an entire year to watch endgame <laughs> oh. that's what i should have done even better the- just tell them that's where it ends and then after a year say oh by the way that's mean. Damn. That's <laughs> what are you guys are all villains. <laughs> but I think we're, we're gonna wait five years to make that snap really sink in. I oh, wow. I think it's Love really it. bold of you to think that they'll be in phase seven by then with all the slowdown. I, I can tell you, Maddie loved uh, Infinity War and Endgame. They were not her favorites though. Up until last night, Civil War was her favorite. Acceptable. Now. Shang-Chi is her favorite. Wow. Yes. Interesting. I was surprised as well. I was like, when she said Civil War, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. You get Spider-Man, you get Black Panther, you get all these new superheroes coming in, fighting. But she really enjoyed Shang-Chi, and uh, I, I, you know, I was surprised it's her number one for now, but she, she yeah, she really enjoyed that one last night. It's Did all you the start animals. Did you st- well? It's probably the furry little one with no face. But uh, did you start her off with Iron Man, like the first Iron Man movie, and you watched them in order? I yes, we have. How old was she when you started Iron Man? Um, it was probably like two or three months ago. Oh, oh no, okay. shit! All right, so she so she was eight already when yes. you started the MCU. Yes. All right, so I got like I got like three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, you don't have too long to go. There's uh, there's nothing too terrible. Uh, that I've seen throughout the MCU. I mean, the closest thing I had to try to explain away was Tony Stark's uh, initial pickup when they roll off the bed. But uh, my daughter just said, why were they wrestling like that? And I was like, I have no idea. Tony's a, we- a weird guy. He's an eccentric billionaire. Wow. Just play that right off. Bro, you got to have the talk. No, no, no. It's far <laughs> too early for that. No, no. Uh, Eight-year-old girl nope. wrestling. They were just wrestling. They were just wrestling. Yeah, Tony, he's, he's, yeah. he's an eccentric billionaire. That's all. He just does weird things. He's going to pee in the suit in the second one. Don't worry about it. <laughs> They'll have the talk when she's 35. <laughs> seems fair. Seems fair. But, uh, as yeah. A father, as a father of two girls, I agree with that statement. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going to be diving into uh, Eternals tonight. So I'm excited to to keep going. The only thing she can't get really get into with the mcu i guess will be deadpool once he finally joins all right um you remember eternals right there actually is a legit sex scene in there you might have to be working on your explanation like beforehand oh crap you're right i haven't seen i haven't see i haven't watched eternals as much as the other ones but we'll fi- we'll figure it out we'll get the fast forward button we'll pause it real quick we'll figure it out yeah, naked wrestling might not work it could i mean you know was it back in the day i'll be like that's how the you know the greeks and the romans used to wrestle it's just you know that was the entire time. You let us know how that goes. <laughs> oh, now I'm dreading watching the watching the Eternals later. Thanks, guys. Well, that's the that's what you should feel when you go watch the Eternals anyway. You should be dreading it. It is not that bad of a movie. The Eternals was it's not. It's nowhere near oh. you know the Dark World. Well, well, I mean, are you? Are it's you nowhere near the worst MCU movie. <laughs> Are you showing her the series too, the Disney Plus series? Oh yeah, we'll be getting into that uh, as soon as Spider Man No Way Home concludes. <laughs> Have fun with Luke Cage. No, 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 no. we're not, we're not going Netflix. No, we are not going Netflix. 
She-Hulk oh, is going to be that, that's a journey in and of itself. Wrestling right there. <laughs> yeah, no. That's some complicated naked wrestling. <laughs> there will be absolutely no Netflix shows right now. None of that. Ever. Like, ever. <laughs> uh, guys, guys, leading off of this, uh, you know, the topics of what's most important to us, um, I want to hear what three nerdums you really look forward to sharing with your kids also. Because there's, there's just so many, and we have so many likes and interests Doom, what are three other ones you are really looking forward to sharing? So, some of them have already been named already, but obviously the MCU. MCU sharing the MCU with somebody has been one of my favorite things ever, J- especially people who have no idea what they're getting into. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's a great feeling having somebody not know what they're getting into, not have any connection to these characters. And then by the end of Endgame, watching them ball their eyes out. So, gotta go with MCU right off the bat. Mm, I agree with you. Um, uh, next one, um, I already said anime, but uh, I didn't get it to go very specific into anything when I spoke on it earlier, so i just like to interject a couple of series that are very close to my heart that I would really love to uh, bond with my my future child with um, one of which Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I just it's just it's my all time favorite. It might be cliche to say, but I just think it's one of the best stories ever told. Do want to wait a little while for them to be able to really appreciate it because it, it can get a little complex throughout the series. Um, but it's it's just one of my all-time favorites. And then I got to go with Gurren Lagann because going back to, as I was saying, anime just shoving that that willpower, determination aspect down your throat. There's no series, no anime series that does it better than Gurren Lagann. The whole, the whole premise of the series is be better than who you were yesterday. Keep striving, keep pushing, keep evolving and i just i think it's a series that everybody should see whether they're into anime or not just for that core value that it it pushes on you so hard because by the end of it you're just going to be like man what have i really accomplished with my life i need to get out there and do something and finally i gotta go with and i don't know if a lot of people consider this a nerdum uh, per se, but I love writing. I have always loved writing. I write a pretty good amount in my free time. Uh, haven't done it as much as I'd like to recently, but it's always been a passion of mine. And I would just love to introduce my child to just sitting down and developing their imagination with the world of writing short stories and you know maybe then you know adding on bit by bit to their story evolving it you know developing it over the over time and just just really see see what they can come up with see where all these other fandoms that I'm introducing them to allows their mind to go when it comes to creating their own world no those are great answers and again I I bring it back to your second one with the anime. I love 
love the core values that so many of the animes teach. I do hope to the only the only one I'm really big into is My Hero Academia. I do hope to get Maddie into that sooner rather than later, just because again, Izuka Midori as a lead character is just he's unbelievable. The way he doesn't give up, constantly wants to put others before himself, and his dream is just to be the greatest hero he can be. Facts. Bullseye. Go watch Grandmother. Yes, yes, go watch it. I have not watched it. I want to put that on my list. Uh, after this, Doom, I want you to send that to me. I want to check that out. Um, Please do. Bullseye, what are you looking forward to sharing with your future kids? Um, let's see. Well, when it comes to nerdums, I guess. Oh, MCU, see, it's so hard because DC really has good characters, but man, their movies are just not... I do. I wouldn't want to sit down and watch a lot of those movies with, with my kid, but mm-hmm. the MCU... Honestly, that sounds like the perfect thing to get to do with your kids. You have so many movies, you have so many characters. I honestly see that being on everybody's list. Absolutely. Uh, and then my next one, being the gamer that I am, I gotta say fighting games. And it's honestly, you know, I'll put fighting and first person shooter games. Okay. Only because I want him to never be better than me. I want to put in Goldeneye and I want to just destroy him all the time. I want to not play that game for 30 years and then he thinks he can come back and take me and be like, hey, we haven't played this in 30 years. Let's play it. And I just just wash him. Quick crack of the knuckles, dust off the old gold N64 controller and just put him to sleep. Just put him to sleep. Pick up the sticks, boy. We're not done. You know, and then my last one would be one of my favorite mediums, and the bad thing is the movies are they're really good, but it's the extended universe, and that is Star Wars. Mm. Uh, there's so much good Star Wars that is untouched, and I would love to deep dive with my kid one day on all these cool characters. Some some good shit on Plo Koon, Kit Fisto, stuff that we didn't get to see. Kate Kruik, man, one of my favorite Jedi's, but nobody knows about him. You know, I would love to. I would love to jump into Star Wars with my kids. That I think that would be awesome. No, I agree. Star Wars is something I wanted to get my daughter into as well. I haven't really been able to do it yet, but the night, uh, maybe the day after she was born, I have a friend who used to work for uh, Lucas Films, and that that was his first suggestion to me. He sent me the message, the congratulations. Now you got to show her uh clone wars which he he was an editor editor and i believe producer on uh clone wars and rebels so shout out Nate hey, that's dope yeah that's dope grendel uh, how about yourself what, what three nerdums are you looking forward to sharing with your kids all right i'm gonna be honest here my phone died and that's where i wrote down my three topics so i'm just gonna piggyback off of one of dooms so here we go <laughs> All right, so the, actually, write as a hobby already. So uh, I I think Doom's point writing is amazing. Collaborating with your child could be one of the funnest things you could ever do. And honestly, if I were to ever start writing with my kid, if they ever showed interest in it, I would probably write at least two different stories with them. Uh, one continuous throughout their life just keep continuing the story as we go right and then another one where we write basically the same story but it's going to be different like every year that we work on this project 
so we could see the evolution of their own writing, how they gotten better and better and better and told the story and really fleshed it out, mm-hmm. which which also Doom also uh, uh, probably has said that anime does very well. Um, you know, they really flesh out, you know, the ideas behind the story. Um, it's not just like, oh, you're evil, I'm good. No, there's actual reasoning behind most of what they do and how they strategize and everything. It's uh, it's otherworldly storytelling, to be quite honest. And watching the movies of, of it is just phenomenal. Not movies of series that have an at like an anime series just like a movie movie that's it that's all it is watch those those are amazing um my second thing i would say is strategy games Mm -hmm. like rpgs like video games okay i still want them to have like an appreciation for video games but i would prefer it more if they had to put some thought into certain games like i definitely want them to play like first person shooters so i can destroy them and and madden so i can just crush their hopes and dreams whenever you know they act out but um i really want them to focus on strategy rpgs because i feel like a lot like it also gets into the anime realm and that, that i was saying that is my most important thing Okay, um, so, like, pretty similar to Doom here, so far. Um, And then I'm really going to kind of diverge here, I guess. Um, My third thing is going to just be Sherlock Holmes. I think I've mentioned this on the pod before. I have a sick obsession with Sherlock Holmes and Sherlock Holmes-related things, uh, like House and uh, just other shows about him uh even the great mouse detective i i loved that when i was a kid uh yeah so and like i know it's kind of like the sir arthur conan doyle series is kind of like limited when you get into the grand scheme of things but like the expanded universes uh, are also fantastic where, where do you think you're going to start with the sherlock holmes like what what medium are you thinking like are you going to start with like a bbc you're going to start books like where, where do you think you're going with that I think I'm just going to do what I did as a kid, uh, where it's just going to be like, you know, if they're a kid, they'll watch The Great Mouse Detective. Uh, Like, I would still make sure they're old enough to watch The Great Mouse Detective because there is an element of death in it, I believe. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and then kind of like build it up from there. But I would wait until they're a teenager to really start the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle uh series because it's a little bit more complex and i want them to actually read how he wrote it in his english so it actually uh helped me use context clues to figure things out Mm -hmm. while reading a story um it made it a little tougher so i kind of developed a little faster so uh or at least faster than I would have naturally. So uh, I feel like it would do a, a kid good, but they still have to be old enough to understand that they're reading something in a slightly different language. Yeah, no, I understand that. But I'll, I, I'll give you a quick suggestion of a, a decent place to start for a middle ground-ish, because my daughter enjoyed it when she watched it. But Enola Holmes, uh, 
pretty pretty fun Sherlock Holmes related movie. Uh, I would definitely do a Nola Holmes. That is uh, that is a great suggestion. Also, um, something Henry Cavill. <laughs> I love Henry Cavill, um, but uh, also one that I think most people don't think about, but I think a lot of people would appreciate is uh, I think it's called Sherlock Holmes in the 30th century or something like that. Is it just like a new Sherlock or is he time travel? Oh, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. That's what it's called. Uh, it's like uh, he I I think he freezes or something. I don't okay. know. I yeah. don't I don't really remember. I could be completely there, wrong, but he's in the future. Ro- there's a robot Watson. I don't recommend it. <laughs> oh, oh, I loved it as a kid. Robot Watson, huh? We will fight over this in the playground. Oh, that's a three o'clock challenge right there. Nope. I'm going to throw dirt in your eyes. <laughs> no, I, I love them. Those are all great. Um, all right, uh, Sinestro, down to me and you once again as the, the two dads here tonight. What are three you're really looking forward to sharing with your girls as they get older? I really wish we had more time. I got like 50 things I'd love to say. but oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> but I'll, I'll stick with just three. Um, one of the shows I'm most looking forward to sharing with my my kids once they're a little bit older, once they can actually appreciate it, because I got to wait for the right time. If I show them the show too early, they might not appreciate it. They might not like it. And it will break my heart. Oh, oh, okay, the- can I, oh man, I was going to guess it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, you were right. You were right. Avatar The Last I Airbender? Was, I was. I was. Bullseye, I'll give you credit for that. I trust that you would have guessed that. I, I can't wait to share that show with them when they – because – to this day, I'm a, I'm in my late 30s, and I still think that Nickelodeon show is one of the best shows I've ever seen. I agree, and I can't I can't wait to share that show with my kids. I really can't. That will be one of the things. Another one, I gotta jump on the the video game bandwagon here. I don't let people win video games. I don't let people win board games. My younger cousins, I used to school them at chess every time we played. I don't care how old they were. I don't care. I don't let them win. Screw it. They're going to learn the hard way. And you know what? They're finally able to beat me now, and they're so freaking proud of it. So when my kids start getting more into video games, Mario Kart and Smash Brothers, and they are going to get beat yes. for most of their lives. Wow. <laughs> but you know what? That one time they managed to pull a win, they're going to feel really proud of it. <laughs> my wife doesn't seem to agree with that method, but I don't care. <laughs> No, I, and, I 100% agree with you. And I, Just real quick, the first time I ever beat my dad in basketball straight up where he didn't let me win, I felt unbelievably proud. and It was great. You can't mimic that kind of feeling. Anyway, number three, I know a lot of the guys went with Star Wars. I'm going to have to go a little left field on that one instead of Star Wars. Well, I would definitely include Star Wars, but I'm not allowed for So... My third pick in this, I mention it all the time, Warhammer 40K. But I got to wait for it to get a little older because <laughs> the nature of Warhammer 40K, that is not something that's that that's at least a PG-13 situation going on. I mean, for anyone who actually knows the lore of Warhammer 40K, all I have to say is the Dark Eldar Slanesh. And you know, it's like, yeah, you probably can't have a small kid being into that kind of stuff. So... Once she's old enough, we can start building models and hits a certain age. I can start explaining 
Yeah, that's uh, that, that's a demon of Solnash. Yeah, they have six nipples. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can start explaining that kind of stuff. For now, I'll uh, patiently wait for that one. <laughs> we, might start with, I, we might start with Star Wars first, but one day we'll get to the grim, dark future where there is only war. I, I kind of wish you had a son, man, <laughs> because <laughs> it's been really hard to explain to a daughter. Honestly. Why? She has nipples. She's got nipples. <laughs> Guys have nipples. All right. Thanks, can, can, can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping someone would catch that. Uh, honestly, though, I, I feel like my future as a parent is like just going to be Sinestro, how he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you'll be doing a good job. No, I, I can say from personal experience, Sinestro, Avatar will stick. I didn't think it would. She, my daughter, absolutely adores the series. She's got graphic novels. She's got posters in her room, and we cannot wait for the new series to come out. Uncle Iroh, you got you got me pumped, man. You got me pumped, Nemesis. Thank you. It is. Uh, it's so fun. We've. I think that's something we've probably watched. You know, ten times over as well. She'll throw that on and just watch and watch and watch. Have you all watched the Last Airbender yet? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yes, she has. Almost like me, she watched that movie first and went, I kind of want to see what the cartoon's about. <laughs> see, I'm all about torturing my kids. Not like that. that. That's a little bit cruel for my taste. She will not know that movie exists if I do my job right. I think it was just on like TNT or TBS. So, you know, we have to give Ted Turner a call and ask him what he's really doing over there. Clearly, he needs a couple of bats to the knee, but that might be the Italian in me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. So for my three, which I, it's kind of we've done them already, but I want to get to some of the older aspects of it, which I'm excited to share. My daughter has um, a very similar sense of humor to mine, which drives my wife absolutely insane. But nice. I'm very excited to get into some of the, the older movies. Um, I can't wait to watch Deadpool with her. I cannot wait to watch Superbad and Old School and Bridesmaids when she's old enough because I can't. I just can't wait to see her laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh because I know she's going to and she's going to really love all of these movies. It's the comedies, really. I cannot wait to show her because because our sense of humor is just so similar. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The raunchy rated our comedies. Absolutely. Once she's of age. And I, I think <laughs> she, I think she's going to enjoy them a lot too because like I said, we're we have a very similar sense of humor. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun uh really diving into a lot of these movies with her and she's getting to that point where it's, you know, some PG-13 things are starting to be okay now, which is it's a lot of fun. My second one was again something we've been doing and it's video games video games is just it's a huge part of my upbringing i played a ton with my dad especially nba live and goldeneye my daughter and i we we play a lot of minecraft right now we play a lot of roblox um and ultimate alliance 3 we've been playing but i really cannot wait to get into some of the older uh versions of those games like arc i think arc is going to be one that we're going to have a ton of fun playing and building and taming dinosaurs and spending hours and hours playing. Arc you guys are welcome, by the way. 
Yeah, Ar- I love Ark. Ark is it's such a great game. I know, I know you guys play it too. Um, I, and I, uh, I cannot wait to play that with her. I think she's gonna absolutely love it because she loves Minecraft. And when she sees oh. just how much better Ark is, in my my opinion, it's better. Oh, she's yeah. gonna go nuts. Bullseye actually owes me a mount in uh, Ark. Actually, just want to bring that up. You, you had my pterodactyl got killed, and you never replaced it. Oof! But, but you know of maybe I got you a dragon. <laughs> oh, I but I mean, if you don't want the dragon, if you don't want the dragon, you don't need. I you want don't the dragon. Have it. I want the dragon. We should get a server going where we're all playing on it and going through. Um, that. I- I actually, I actually am gonna get a server, but I'll, I'll give you guys information on that later. No, absolutely. Let's do it, <laughs> guys. For my third one, I'm gonna go a little bit away from some of these as well, um, and it's gonna be another one that I kind of shared with my dad. And my range is just crazy if you look at my Apple Music playlist, but it's gonna be music. Um, I'm a big fan of music. I have music of all kinds of genres and styles. Um, just, just looking at this, I've got everything from Aerosmith to Afro Man to Alabama uh, to the Baja Men to Billy Joel. You know, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Christina Aguilera, Coolio. Um, you know, it, it's a it's a ma- Def Leppard's in here, Metallica's in here. It's just, it's a massive, massive range. And she's such a little uh, dancer, and she's she's an uh, elite cheerleader, uh, elite cheerleader now, which is crazy to say, making an elite team at uh, you know her age. But it, it's you know it's such a big spectrum to be able to play with and see what her likes and dislikes are. It's going to be a ton of fun, and bringing her to concerts is going to be absolutely amazing too. I cannot wait to start doing that. Um, if she likes Billy Joel, uh, that is an amazing child. Billy Joel is one of my favorites. She loves Piano Man. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Piano Man guy as well. My dad, I remember driving in the car with him as a kid playing that, and I've done it with her, you know, since she was a kid. So that Piano Man's come down through three generations right now. Music's a good pick. Heck yeah, definitely. Um, have you ever heard of the movie Fatal Instinct? And I'm not talking about the one made in the 2000s. I'm talking about, like, the old one. Um, 1993 with Amanda Sant. I know the title, but I'm just completely mixing it up with Fatal Attraction right now. Well, the entire point is it's a spoof of Fatal Attraction ah, gotcha. and Basic Instinct. Yeah, okay, all right. Go watch it. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh yeah, movies like that. Like uh, another one is um, the Naked Gun movies. I can't wait to, for her to see those. Are unbelievably funny and just a great throwback. Leslie Nielsen is a comedy god. Dude, I, I just finished watching those a few weeks ago. First time I or say, oh no, no, a millionth time. Oh, good, my okay. cousin and I used to watch them religiously when we were younger. I always say, if you like the Naked Gun, you're gonna love. Fatal Instinct, but honestly, the first time I watched it with my girlfriend, she talks during movies. She was dead silent during this and just looked at me and went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was it. That was her whole reaction. That well, was it. Had she seen the two movies at spoofing first? I, you know what? See, that could be it. Damn, I messed up. She had no yeah, idea what was going on. She got none of the jokes because she had never seen the movies before. 
I mean, like, th- there's a lot of jokes you don't need to see the movies for, but like, yeah, that that probably was a problem. Uh, well, all right, brawlers. Hey, listen, before we go, we have a quick new segment we want to do for you, and it's called the wish list, guys. We're just going to quickly go through and give a quick wish of something that we really want to see coming up in Nerdum. Something that we haven't seen yet, but we really want to see it. Whether it be a great video game or a movie or a TV series. And I'm going to start off real quick with one that we have never ever gotten, although we have gotten a lot of them. And I just want a good Superman game. I just want a good Superman video game. It shouldn't be that hard to ask for. And we can't get one. That's a good one. Because if I, I just always think back of Superman 64. And I remember uh, buying it when I was a kid, uh, spending full price on that. Oh, full so price, sad. too. Oof. I go back to all the way, all the way to the Nintendo Superman game. And have played so many of them. And I, I still think the best one was probably the Superman Returns video game. Yeah, I don't think I played that one. Yeah, I think I gave up on Superman video games pretty early on. Oh, that, that's all Superman we need to Returns. know about them. <laughs> Superman Returns, the only good part about that game was honestly just flying around. And even that made it the best Superman game. Exactly. It was an open world where you could fly around at super speed. And that was the best part. Uh, give me a TV show. Yeah, TV series, it can be animated. I think they might actually be working on it. But Maybe. Uh, I need more of the world of Final Fantasy IX, of just nine. I don't need seven. I don't need fifteen. I don't need any of that crap. I need the world of nine. It's beautiful all around. I I I need more of it, and we don't we don't have enough of it. We have one game. It's one of those games that didn't get a part two, part three, anything like thirteen or anything. So yeah, give me that. That's what I want. I love it. Great. I gotta agree with you on that. We both know that uh, nine is also my favorite of the Final Fantasy series. I I would love nothing more than to get more of that world. Is that your it, wish, Doom? Or no, no, it's not mine. I I didn't even think about it, but him bringing it up, I mm. I gotta I gotta agree with him on that. I would absolutely love that. I know I, that I've played it religiously. I I know that like most people don't like it, but I actually enjoy Ten Two. It's not my favorite or anything. I'm just saying. All right. So on my wish list, I mean, honestly, can't even lie. A couple of my wishes are currently in in the making right now. An Invincible game and a new mm. Spawn movie. Because uh, I mean, we we all we've already been over how much I love Invincible and Spawn. But one of my biggest wishes right now would be. With the way that video game, you know, engines are right now, console technology is right now. I would love a new Spawn game yes. that is working off of, you know, the, the you know, the current gen consoles, the, you know, the current engines. I mean, something that flows as well as the new Spider-Man games. Because I, I believe the last Spawn game was Spawn Armageddon, the the storyline <laughs> that I spoke about in um, in our Arcs episode um, twenty years ago was the last Spawn video game, and since then he's only ever appeared as guest character in fighting games like um, Soul Calibur and Mortal Kombat. So yeah, I would I would love to see a Spawn game done right with current gen 
gaming engines. Just something, you know. I just I just want to see that cape flowing, you know, with the with the graphics as beautiful as they can be these days. Nothing nothing cheap. No no shortcuts. Give me Spawn in all of his glory. I like it. A good mix between uh, the Arkham games and Spider Man. I think would be perfect. Yes, please. Yes, so much. Love that. My wish list is a Naruto prior generation stories. We hear so much about, you know, the fourth Okage, the first Okage, the second, you know, uh, and all these other characters and Itachi's like adventures at, in the Akatsuki and stuff. So I just think that like they have a lot of things that fans want to know. And they are, like, doing votes on, like, you know, doing a one-shot manga for someone. But, like, I think that people would actually just watch series of different characters. And you could kind of just do something with that. And uh, if Kishimoto was interested, I think they make a lot of money doing it as well. I think a lot of people would be interested to see more of that beginnings. I know we almost got this it's kind of like it but it's not it for me i need a live action traditional pokemon movie where they go after the gyms get gym badges and all that i don't want a detective pikachu movie i don't want ryan reynolds talking as a pikachu no i want give me the trainers going through the gyms i don't care if it's a single movie it's a trilogy what have you live action go for the gyms go for the league pokemon champion that's what I want. That's the first on my wish list. By the way, I got like eight more things on my wish list <laughs> right now. I can't I can't wait to discuss these in later weeks. Okay, if you're going with that, who's your trainer or your lead in the movie, Red or Ash? It's red. It's always red. Don't even ask that question. How could you ask that kind of question? <laughs> you're supposed to be the host. You're supposed to know better. Yeah, it's you better red. edit that out. Listen, everybody knows your answer's trash. The people need to know. We, we, what you were picking. So we have to clarify. I have faith in our fans that they know I'm not an idiot. <laughs> it's red. It's always been red. Anyone says Ash, they shouldn't even be listening to this podcast anymore. That's facts. Ash has got the emotional uh, connection because he's been around for decades. But Ash is trash as a trainer. Everybody knows red is, is a goat. And you know what? Real fans call him Satoshi anyway. Kick him out of here, too. It's red. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ash is called Satoshi. I don't care what Ash is called. Ash is trash. I thought we covered that. Hey, get him out of here. <laughs> I, I, yo, I wasn't disagreeing. Someone locked the door. <laughs> I like Ash. Uh, I, you would. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't watch the anime. I ain't got time for that. You're lucky you live in a different time zone. <laughs> Guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. Um, I Thank you all for joining us once again. I, I really hope we gave you and your little ones tonight some enjoyment and you got some great ideas to go out and bond over. Hey, stop by Comic Book Brawl and let us know what you think. And don't forget to subscribe and get those updates for when the new episodes drop. They're going to be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcast. That's going to be every Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Central, the same bat time, same bat channel. Guys, good night. <laughs>